Welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're going to be looking at episodes three and four of Class, which is uh, Night Visiting and co-owner of A Lonely Heart. Uh, but first, as usual, let's have a little bit of news. Now, there's been... Um, well, we've we got a, a few things to discuss this week, haven't we? Make, makes a yes. change, really. does make a bit of a change. Um, now, first things first, if this isn't really ratings per se, is it? Or stats? No. Is it? No. Um, no. <laughs> You're trying to say that. I'm you? trying to say it's, it's not stats, really, because I think this is a bit difficult. Um, basically, there's been sort of some eye-to-eye-player um, figures released, and it appears that um, the first... This is just based on the first two um, episodes, um, of, or the first two days of Class's release, uh, and it appears that it didn't do that well, unfortunately. Um so you know, insofar as it didn't even make the top fifty programs of that week, which I'm a bit surprised about. Um, I don't know because I'm just not quite sure. Well, it well it doesn't have to say it hasn't had much of uh, not a lot of ad- advertising and not a lot of international advertising. Um, and I think that maybe the the BBC America decision. Not to not air it until next year might have had a bit of a an impact on this. Um, yeah, because I can't. There's there's no feedback from America as to no. how it's been received there. To but so I just I just don't know really. We're sort of saying about the sort of target audience and how much they're going to watch this, really. And I know this article sort of then goes on and sort of talks about other programs on iPlayer and that but they're mm. mainstream programs so it's... exactly yeah and this is this is a BBC or 3 whatever that bloody hell it's called these days it's this online BBC 3 thing yeah um yeah and and it is generated towards young adults as they like to um like to be yeah. called these days it was teenagers in our day but um yeah um but they they reckon according to this article because it's not listed they 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 can't say actually how well or, or badly it did um but they do know it got less than than less than 67,889 views per episode yeah now i don't know how that stacks up against other things you know re- really because i don't really know much of, i don't watch television like this normally no to be honest i don't to, yeah yeah i don't do the you know this online viewing um and yeah, I don't know. I don't know really. It's it's just a bit of um, bit of a weird thing actually. Um, but they say that um, there was another pro, Josh, with Josh, which is Josh Widdicombe, a comedian here in the in the UK. He's got his own um, sitcom um, as well, and that received one hundred twelve thousand views, which is forty four thousand views more than Class's premiere received. Um, yeah, I thought I, I mean, thought I thought it would have got quite a bit more for the premiere, considering how they were yeah. sort of everyone knew the Doctor was going to be in. I thought that would have been the yeah. the hook, really. Um, but as hmm, don't know, maybe, maybe I think it's because maybe, I think a lot of people have now dropped off of watching class. From, from what I can, from what I can gather. Yeah, I just think yeah, I think it's just a case of there's a lot of people that were 
not really that interested in it from a Doctor Who point of view. And if you're not winning them over, you are starting to lose your an audience if you're going to try and capture something. Well, it's got I me. Mean, it's got very, I mean, very the, the good reviews, though, it, isn't it? That's yeah. that's that's the, the thing. thing about comparing it with Josh, I mean, Josh is on a second is, is on its second series, so will have had time to have built up a bit of a following. Yes, yeah. yeah. Be interesting to know what. It'd well, be Josh, more interesting to, to, interesting to know what Josh got for its first two episodes when they was first shown last year or whatever. Well, I think that, I was going to say I think the difference is Josh Widdicombe is known, isn't he? Yeah. Or, or from other TV shows, whereas Class isn't. If you see what I mean, it's an unfair yeah. comparison, I think, really. But yeah, um, yeah, it's just. I mean, a, and the fact is, he's only really going to appeal to Doctor Who fans, I think, certainly at the beginning, until it can, unless it can build up its own word of mouth. Um, yeah. Follow. It's it is, and if they're not necessarily going to take to it, and there's a lot of people have sort of said, "Oh, I'm not really." that interested in that's that's it's it's below my age group sort of thing yeah I'm not start with it yeah exactly. i think it also perhaps has has a problem in the fact that a lot of people that may have watched this as a more sort of i don't know not, not more adult but if you know more adult orientated view of of the doctor who universe would have been put off by the last series of torchwood <laughs> And I think it's it's got to find its own audience. It has, it has. I mean, I think, I mean, as far as I, I, I'm aware, um, the, the the target audience, you know, young adults, uh, it appears to have gone down well. Yeah. Really, um, and there's been some good reactions to it, and the press have been very, very um, kind towards it. Uh, but I think it's just that, as you say, the Doctor Who fans who who could have might have given it a bit of impetus. To a certain degree, it hasn't really caught on for them because no. it's, it's not aimed at them. That's why you know no. it's not aimed at the likes the likes of us. So, um, but we're sticking with it anyway. Yeah, we're sticking with it anyway. Well, we, we say that now. Wait till we get to our reviews later on. We don't. Neither of us know what the other's going to say at the moment. So. No. <laughs> oh dear. So, um, well, if we get any more news on that, if it, if it does sort of pick up on episodes three and four, then. Um, if we get any sort of any sort of further reports on that, then we'll, of course we'll uh, we'll discuss it in a, in a future news edition. Um, but uh, anyway, on to the next thing. Now um, we're recording on uh, Monday, the seventh of November, and it was announced today, sadly, that the Doctor Who experience in Cardiff is to close um, in the summer of twenty seventeen, um, as the five year sublease on the building. Um, as it's going to expire uh, from the city of Cardiff Council, um, and we still haven't got there, Paul. No, we still haven't got there. Do you really think this is going to happen? Uh, it's a question, isn't it? I mean, it depends on how much it is to Cardiff, really. I suspect at the moment what you've got is a lot of. Negoti- I suspect we're in a negotiation period at the moment. Yeah, I, I can't believe that. Um, I mean, must, I must admit, the, the article does say that it's expected to close next year. It's not saying it will close next year. Yeah, it's expected to close, and I, I can't imagine. It does say it, it was a purpose-built uh, building. 
to house the experience. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what would take its place? And would it would it go anywhere else? They're saying at the moment that the BBC or BBC Worldwide aren't looking at any other location for it, um, which makes me think there might be, as you say, renegotiating on it. Yeah. I mean, it does say, I mean, it's sort of that, that the thing saying the Doctor Who experience has enjoyed a fantastic five-year run in Cardiff Bay, but sadly our five-year sub-lease from the city of, of Cardiff Council will come to an end in 2017. Mm. It doesn't then say, and we will not be able to renew it. It doesn't. It doesn't. It will come to an end, not, you know, yeah. he's going to come to an end. And... Yeah, I mean, this could just be a little bit of a publicity-generating statement. I think really because already there's an online petition has been launched and a Twitter account yeah. and all the usual thing, um, but I think Sales. I mean, it's, it, it's it, a it, Christmas it, sale boost. Yes, indeed. Well, the thing is, it did open um, in London first of all, didn't it? Before moving yeah. to Cardiff in 2012. Um, um, that, yeah, that that was the I was supposed to go to the one in London. It was my um, my 41st birthday present for my wife was tickets to go and see that, and I got shingles. So I couldn't go. I, I, I just seem to be sort of <laughs> jinx on going to see this damn thing. So it was obviously a year there. Was there a year too early for the Doctor Who Expo thing that happened in Cardiff? Yes, it well, was. It's it? an open then. Yeah, exactly. It was still sort of being more constructed at that point, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was, yeah, it still. It still certainly wasn't in the form it is now. Complete no. form it is now. So I mean, there is. I suppose there's there's a case for. If they could find a suitable venue in another city, that you would move, would you move it around on the basis that you've probably now you're now only getting tourist um, trade as such. The good people of Cardiff have probably all seen it. Yes, all seen it that want to see it. <laughs> so, do you look to? take this as an opportunity to move it to somewhere like Manchester or well, wherever. That's, well, that, I was thinking the same thing, really. Edinburgh, Are they going to yeah, move, move it up, up north somewhere? Yeah. You've got like Manchester or Newcastle, someone, you know. Um, I was going to say something like Birmingham, but Birmingham's straight down the M5 into in, in Cardiff anyway, basically, isn't it? So, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't think it, I don't think it'll be Birmingham. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, I want to I want to try and go and sit before it does move because obviously getting to London, London to Cardiff only takes a couple of hours on the train. Um, I think London's Newcastle's a tad longer, so yeah, you could really. Oh, do Manchester's it. only only a couple of hours. That was it. Oh, okay. Or you having done it? Yeah, if you would. Uh, yeah. you would know. So oh, okay. and Liverpool, Liverpool's only a couple of hours as well. If it was there, so oh well. That's, 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 yeah, if it's Glasgow or Edinburgh would be the ones. <laughs> well, you could fly there in half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, well. Oh, well. So, if we get any more, again, if we get any, any more news on this, of course, we'll, we'll discuss it on, on a future uh, future podcast. Now, uh, next in the news, I hope you've all been watching um, Power of the Daleks in its animated form at home. Have you, have you been uh, watching this, Paul? Or are, you, or are you saving your money for the dvd or blu-ray now i should say um i'm in two minds what i'm doing i haven't really i just haven't had time this weekend and anyway to watch it due mm. to various things so um in that basis i haven't actually been in a position where i'm sitting there thinking oh, i don't even want to watch this so i'll buy it uh until i do mm. 
I don't know. It may ah, well be right. by the time I get around to it, either the DVD's out or whatever anyway. So Right, okay, because um, after we discussed it... I will it, be uh, buying it in some form or another, I just haven't... Haven't bothered yet. Well, I've, I've been That's sort of downloading them daily, and um, I've been really enjoying it, actually. I've had the, um, the audio version of this, uh, this particular story, and just seeing it put to... I've I'm I'm never looked at the telesnap reconstructions. That... that doesn't really sort of interest me um, that that kind of thing, uh, but seeing it put into this animated form, I've really been enjoying it, and it's quite surprising learning about what how little time they had to do this. They were still putting the finishing touches to, ep- to the last couple of episodes last uh, sort of last week, yeah, up until last Wednesday. So it's amazing they managed to pull this off at all. To be perfectly I mean, honest, I, I suspect yeah, the whole thing about the, just the secrecy to it. Yeah, the fact that yeah. Until they actually announced when it was going to be sh- coming out and whatever. Yeah. But we there was it was almost like oh it's just one of those rumors. The rumor sort of get a week before, didn't it? Everyone just went oh yeah that oh one yeah again. that one again yeah and then bang official yeah. announcement yeah. Now um, the the news article is that basically as most of you should know by now anyway that they, we are going to get a color version of this um, animated story. Which is going to hit on the Blu-ray, which is going to be um, it's going to be a special edition one, where you're going to get the black and white and colour versions, and that will be released on the sixth of February next year. Um, and you can download the colour version from the BBC Store on the thirty-first December um, if you can't wait that long. Um, yeah, now there's been a lot of how can I put it sort of not sort of bit, the colour version has been a bit of a bone of contention with a few people. Um, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. To, to no, be, I mean I'm I'm not I'm not sure what what the argument is. Um I can understand if if they was going to say that you could have the color version or the black and white version but you had to buy both separately. Mm. Um but seeing as it almost sort of becomes I know, I know, I know. If you're buying it online, you have to buy both separately. But if you, if you're that bothered and you want to go for the wait for the Blu-ray, mm. where you get them both, then you're almost getting it as a as a bonus feature rather than exactly, exactly. Now this is the, this is what I can't understand What's because not to like precisely. Um, I think that the the main argument is that everyone's saying, or the, the people who've been moan about this, we're getting a color version, is that. It should be only be seen in black and white. It should be as accurate as possible uh, because that's how it was made. It was released in black and white originally. We shouldn't be getting a colour version. According to these people, it's nonsense. Mm. Well, the thing is, the animation company who who did this in in the original black and white aren't actually doing the colour version. It's been farmed out to a North American company to do. But as far as I'm concerned, we... If, you get, if they're going to go down that road to saying we shouldn't be getting a, a colour version, well, we shouldn't even be getting an animated version. No. Because we should only have it, if you want the purest aspect of it, then we should only have it as it was broadcast in 1966, yeah. which we're not going to get. So we've got a cartoon version. And if they want to put it into colour, so be it. You don't have yeah. to watch it. You don't have to buy it. Really, you know, it, I really don't understand where people are coming from. You get, I mean, I mean the, you know, the, the, the only reason, the only reason not to, is if they suddenly turn around and says, because we've had to spend so much time color, colorize, color, 
colorizing this. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't sell, then it busts the whole thing. Then I can understand people being upset. Yeah. Saying, Why have you bothered doing it then? Yeah. But there's there's going to be if you're going to try and appeal to a new audience with this as well. I mean, we're all sitting here. We're all oh yes, you know, classic series. It should be black and white and whatever. But if you want to attract a, another audience, a younger audience, hmm. then they're not going to necessarily be that. That oh, it's it's authentic. Cause it's black and white. You know, I know people that just think don't like black and white films. I know they just. I know I know people like that myself. They just point point blank refuse to watch a black and white movie or TV show. Um, personally, I think they're missing out. There's a lot of good yeah, stuff out there. That, well. yeah. that, you know, whether it's in black and white or color, is immaterial. Um, but but this whole Doctor Who purist rubbish. Uh, it, just, it just gets on my wick. It really does. So, so, to be honest, if they'd only released the color version, there may have been a case of, oh, it should have been in black and white. Yeah. But we're getting the black and white version. It's just the question of do you want to watch it or not? Um, yeah. Well, if you don't, the choice the choice is perfectly is yours. So exactly. what are you complaining about? But then the same people also been saying, well, it would be great though if if we could get Marco Polo back and colorize that one. Yeah. So th- their argument just falls flat immediately. I'm sorry, it's just utter nonsense. We're getting new Doctor Who. We're not saying new Doctor Who, but classic Doctor Who which we never thought we'd see in any visual form again. Mm. To be honest, you know, as far, yeah. as, far, as we, far as we know, it's totally and utterly lost. You know, the and original, to be honest, so. if, if the sales of the colour version mean that it becomes a commercially, commercially a success, that they then go out and do other episodes, and we get black and white episodes of other stuff, which they also then produce colour versions of... of <laughs> Bring it on! Then yeah, then we all gain. <laughs> exactly, so, bring it on. As far as I'm the, concerned, what's, what's the argument? I really yeah, don't. Yeah, I really it. don't understand it either. I really don't. So, um, but also, obviously, I quite like the little clip of the car. <laughs> I, I'm just watching it over and over again. We're watching the the um, the gif of the Daleks on the production line in colour, and it looks gorgeous. I've got to be honest, it really does look gorgeous. Um, so, yeah, I. I'll, so I, I we just recently did um, Reign of Terror, didn't we? For, yeah. Our book review, which also had the the couple of animated sections in there, yeah. And you think actually because that was such the the costumes were so bright in that with the feathers and all that, mm. it would have been the trickle or colours and all that. Yes, yeah, it yeah. would have been interesting to have seen that in colour. Yes, it would have been. Cause you get that glorious cover, don't you? You, you sit of him wearing the the stuff, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, I, just, it's so it just, was a, was it was a shame that it was in black and white. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree with you. Actually, it's um, I I really don't. I really don't I mean, care I what they do. More, it's only one stage off of why do they have to shoot Doctor Who nowadays in colour? Can't we have it all in black and white now? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? The the only time I've been disappointed with the with the Doctor Who BBC. Can we go back and monochrome all the Tom Baker stuff. Please, please do. Well, that was to say, the only time I was disappointed with the, the, the BBC Doctor Who range was they didn't attempt to recolorise episode one of um, Invasion of the Dinosaurs. Yeah, really. That that was the only um, the only time I was sort of disappointed they didn't. But hey, it got released. Who cares now? Really? Maybe it will one day when there's more money in it for it. For you know, for the BBC. Who knows? Who knows? But obviously. Anything else being released in animated form, it hinges on this being a success. Um, 
And Isn't I hope it is. Sorry, didn't they colorize Invasion of the Dinosaurs? Isn't it an extra? It's just not actually part of the... No, they didn't. They didn't colorize it. I think they might have done a few seconds, but they didn't. No, wasn't there some additional footage that wasn't released in the original transmitted episode? I think that was the extras, but that might be in colour. I can't remember. I honestly can't remember. Right, because I thought there is. I thought there was on the... But it's just not part... If you actually just do press play, Hmm. you get the black and white version there. But there was a colourised version amongst all the extras. You, oh, I've got no idea. I, I just remember watching the black and white one. I, I must admit, I, I do die for the extras straight away when I buy a Doctor Who DVD. So if there is, I've missed it. So. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, right. Now, um, last in the news section, um, in a couple of weeks' time, it's Children in Need on, on the BBC. And it's something of a, a, a tradition. We're getting a little um, preview uh, for for Doctor Who, on there we're getting a, a, the uh, preview for the, this year's Chris, Doctor Who Christmas special. Now um, it doesn't say that it's going to be actually anything especially filmed for Children in Need, or you're going to get to see a clip of the Christmas special. It just it just says it will feature an item relating to the forthcoming Doctor Who Christmas special. Um, it does say it would take the form of an exclusive clip, but do you think it would be that or maybe that little making of thing that they've released online? No, I suspect it would just be a small trailer. Yeah, for it. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. It just so, is an exclusive clip will form part of BBC's Children Need Need Appeal. But um, yeah, who it's knows? Sad that the days of the the completely specially filmed bit for Children in Need have gone, haven't they? Really, it is a shame. Really. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Really, does I mean it used to? I mean that used to form part, you know, a big part of the Children in Need evening, didn't it? Yeah. Um, but now it just seems to have sort of sort of drifted into the into the background. I mean, I suppose this year, for, I mean, for Children in Need, the, the big thing is the. I mean, um, it's the second one without Terry Wogan, and the first yeah. one since he died, really, because obviously he couldn't do it last year because he was ill. Um, and yeah. then after that, he, a couple of months after that, he died, unfortunately. So, um, I mean, I think that's going to leave a, a big hole in it because he was children in need, Terry Wogan, wasn't he? I mean, he, yeah. he, he he's the one who kept it going all these years and put his heart and soul into it each each year. So it, it's going to see mods without him there, really. You know, cause, yeah. I mean, last year they they, they drafted in was it Dermot O'Leary or something, yeah. and, and you knew he was just a stand-in. Because Terry was ill, and then this year, well, he's not coming back. That's it now, you know. So it's a, it's a shame. But um, yeah, it, it just it just seems to it's a sad to see how Doctor Who sort of not quite such an important part of it anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just a promotional thing, isn't it? It is really. Rather than it seems more rather, c- rather cynical, doesn't it? Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sort of almost not really in the spirit of it, to be honest. If you're just showing a a clip yeah exactly well we'll find out on uh, Friday the 18th of November Mm. anyway so um, there you go right so that's it for the news but it is time for a long overdue return to Omega's Tat Corner you pester me with trinkets okay now we've we've got some Christmas tat haven't we 
Yes, it is that time it's of that year. It's that time of year. We, we've, we're sort of beginning to wonder whether we're going to get any Christmas tat. And, and, and bloody hell, yes, we have. Crikey. Um, now, first up, we've got some um, winter warmers, haven't we? Hmm. Oh, yes, we've got the TARDIS and Daleks Christmas scarf and hat. Don't forget the hat. Um, this is um, from Lavazzi or Lavazzi, whatever you want to, want to call them, actually. Um now, basically, it is to celebrate the return of Doctor Who on Christmas Day. So they've released a Tyler and Dalek's Christmas scarf and a knitted hat. Okay, and Paul, it's made from one hundred percent premium quality acrylic. Oh yes, you can't be a good bit of acrylic. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, yes, yeah, so this was actually posted uh, by one of our uh, listeners, uh, Kieran Hyman. Thank you very much, Kieran, for putting this onto our um, onto our Facebook group. Um, now apparently we, we we've missed a fifteen percent discount. We we missed that over the weekend, Paul. I'm afraid oh, we missed right. that. Oh dear. Um, yeah, basically it's um, I think I don't know if it's like a, a different kind of hat and scarf. One's got Daleks on. One's got um, Dal- uh, the Tarlis one's got Daleks. I'm not actually too sure. Or it's Daleks one side, Tarlis the other. No idea. I can't really tell from the photograph. Um, but the Daleks. Tarlis and Daleks Christmas scarf is 30 centimetres by 190 centimetres, and that is priced at £19.99. The hat, which is, um, again, said Dalek one side, and I think Tarlis the other, that is the recurrent retail price of £14.99. And you can order that now via the Lavazzi website. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Okay. Um, not sure. But not sure. Yeah, I don't think I'll buy it. I'd like the scarf. Actually, yeah. the scarf's not too bad, um, as, as sort of Christmas scarves go. The hat's a bit too much for me, I'm afraid. Not in price, just the fact it looks too, well, like a twat wearing it, basically. That's what, I think that's what I'm trying to say. So. <laughs> as opposed to the scarf. Actually, no, no. Let me let me rephrase that. <laughs> it, as opposed to anything. Ma- no, no, it's exactly it made you look an even bigger twat. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did, did, did I leave that one to go then? No, 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 sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, um, next up. In, in Tack Corner. Now, this this is actually truly um, horrible, <laughs> actually. Um, this is Christmas tree decorations. Uh, now, this one is available from the BBC shop um, USA. And this is 12th Doctor and Blue Sonic Screwdriver Ornaments. Now, it comes as a pair. And it's basically a little, um, both five inches in length. So you've got a five-inch uh, Capaldi. He's wearing the uh, the burgundy uh, jacket, holding a little Christmas prizzy. And you've got a five-inch uh, new sonic screwdriver. Um, yeah, it comes as a pair. And it is $21.98 for mm. these two little ornaments. Um, as much as I love Doctor Who, I don't think I want these hanging on my tree, to be honest. Really? I, mean, I actually, I actually don't think it's that bad. Really? I think it's horrible. <laughs> I think it's horrible. No, no, compared to some of the other stuff they've had, I mean, well, Capaldi looks like he's got jaundice to yeah. to, to begin with. <laughs> so... I'll give you that. But he's hold, he's holding what could be a glowing yellow box, which would do that to him. True. Um, that Paul, may be re- the effect they're going for there. I think you're reading too much into this. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Um, disappointing blurb actually for this one. Um, it just says looking for new Hoovian de- uh, decor, 
With its exclusive ornament set, it's perfect for every Christmas tree. And this set includes a 5-inch 12 Doctor ornament, paired with a 5-inch ornament of the, tw- of the Doctor's newest iteration of the Sonic Screwdriver. Hmm, that's it. Um... Yeah, I, I, don't, I, 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 I don't. I don't think it's too bad. Well, I, I've, 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 well, that, well that's, your, that's your Christmas worse. present sorted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one day I might actually buy a tree. <laughs> oh crikey! Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I. You don't yeah, mind I, that one? No, I. I, I don't mind that. I, I've, I've seen, I've seen worse tat at Christmas than that. I tell. Um, worse tat in terms of Christmas decorate tree decorations than that. Yes. Well, talking of which, we have another Christmas tree, uh, tree decoration, and this one's from Think Geek, uh, and this is a Doctor Who adipose ornament. Whew, it's a bit late in the day for an adipose ornament, isn't it? Well, this, this is this is what I'd say. At least the other one was. Um, fairly up to date, and but this, yeah, this seems to be a bit of case of. Well, yes. do you remember these? Remember these? Yeah, exactly. Well, the 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 blur. Ask this... the kids. <laughs> kids, it... ask your dad. <laughs> uh, well, it basically sort of starts off with said, based on the adorable aliens from Doctor Who. Well, that's a matter of opinion. Um, happier and fatter than Santa himself, and each ornament stands at three inches tall. And the, the sort of little headline for it is "Get a little fat this this holiday season." Hmm. Okay. Um, and there's a quite a long blurb for this one, which I'm not going to read all of it actually. It just we all get a little fatty over the holidays. Mum's home cooking and all those desserts we just can't resist. So we take our th- inspiration from the adipose, those adorable alien rapscallions of Doctor Who. Who told us it's okay to literally be made of fat as long as you're still super cute. Okay, fair enough. Um, it's, well, it's blow moulded plastic with paint. Oh, well, I'm sorry that 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 knocks 100% acrylic. It knocks that, doesn't it? Really? <laughs> I'm not plastic. quite sure if your blow moulded plastic scarf works. <laughs> you you could get other things for blow moulded plastic for Christmas. Mm. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't have to be one of those. Um, I mean, I mean, for God's sake, like, we'd call them screen accurate, but that isn't saying much. <laughs> well, not really. I mean, I mean, it's not even to scale either. It's three inches tall. The other ornaments are five inches tall. How can this be right, Paul? I want, I want, I want, I want <laughs> you, you wanted in what three centimeters? Or I want perfection. I want absolute perfection. <laughs> Right now, last. I have actually noticed oh, while we're yes. while we're doing this, if we're talking about tree decorations. Oh god! And I don't know how old it, it it is in terms of that, but there's just that little picture of the Davros tree ornament <laughs> that's on that page. Now that actually, yeah, does look very good. Oh, where is it? Well, where is it? I can't. I, 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 I could see that going onto my tree. You could do the Davros one. Oh yes, I'll see it now. Just have a look at the Davros one. What was where? This is live, folks. This is this is this is great radio. Um. Yeah, it's only four dollars forty nine cents as well. Hmm. Okay. Let's have a, a bigger picture of that. That is quite sinister, actually. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's why I quite like it. I mean, that's the ideal tree decoration. Play <laughs> <laughs> this festive time. Do, do you actually go around terrorising children at Christmas, by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Right now, lastly in tat call, we have another adipose piece of tat, again from Think Geek, and it's an adipose stocking. Um, it's the stocking that will greet Santa with a smile. 
Again, based on the adorable aliens from Doctor Who, 19 inches long with plenty of room for stocking stuffers. Uh, <laughs> even Santa can't say no to that toothy smile. And this retails for $14.99. Um, yeah, again, it's not the most festive of Doctor Who, uh, of um, Santa stockings, really, is it? No. No. And again, on new and up to date. Well, exactly. Again, kids, ask your dads about this one. Um, oh, this is 100% polyester. Oh! Oh, it's a polyester acrylic so, face-off. So, yes, yes, hang it by the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, kids, hang that 100% polyester by, by a roaring log fire. And don't forget to wear 100% acrylic hat and scarf as well while you're about it. And and hang your blow your, your blow <laughs> and your plastic adipose ornaments in front over the over the, the mantelpiece as well. <laughs> oh my god. Sure there's there's laws against these sort of things, aren't there? It's... <laughs> oh, oh this one actually... I, mean, I, I see they're saying hanging by your tree. They don't they actually don't advise hanging by the fire. No, exactly. It may lead to death and ruin your Christmas, actually. I think it's the <laughs> Oh my god! Right, okay. Well, um, there you are, folks. So there, there's some lovely tat for you um, to brighten up your your otherwise dull Christmases um, at home because you know um, it, it might sort of lengthen the Doctor Who experience for you <laughs> this this Christmas. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, then. So that's it for the news, and that's it for Tat Corner. So coming up next is our review of episodes three and four of Class. So for another week, then that was the news. Okay, everybody, um, it's time for us to take a look at episodes three and four of Class. Um, now, we're doing the same as, ne- uh, as as our last review of episodes one and two, so um, the conversation might sort of drift in and out of both episodes, really. So we, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. So um, shall we kick off with Night Visiting then, Paul? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, it's it sort of... Uh, after watching this episode, I thought that this is definitely sort of turning to a series of Monster of the Week, isn't it? Yeah. To be honest. Um, I, and, I quite... and, and to be honest, oh, I can't quite see how it can't. Um, well, if we... I know we'll sort of sk- I'll skip forward here to episode four. It doesn't return back to the... What sort of kicked the series off? Or we'll come to that later. But there's, there's something else yeah. happening with it as well. So there's a few things they're trying to sort of tie together here now but this certainly was a monster of the week thing and i i don't know i quite enjoyed this one to be honest i did as well um and i'm not it 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 was at least it was a more i don't know a bit more thought-provoking one than perhaps we've had previous which have been more action-based yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd, I'd like. I mean, I love the opening of this episode, um, and it yeah. told you all, all you need to know about Tanya and her family life before her, her dad was taken away. Her dad died. Yeah, um, it's done. You know, you know, there's no dialogue. It's all set to music, and and I, I thought it was, it was really quite affecting. Uh, to be yeah. honest, I, I really liked it, um, and I like the sort of the, the way that he just sort of appeared in her bedroom. And you saw what he was sort of attached to this that we know as, as the Lankin. Um, yeah, what surprised me actually with that was the fact that they they gave you that straight away. Yes, 
I thought because you'd sort of seen the the clip, hadn't you, of last uh, from last previous episode? Yeah. And you sort of wondered whether actually what they might do is you didn't see the it'd all be shot. You didn't see the the uh, vine attachment until a, a way in, so you didn't quite mm. know who what he was or who he was, sort of. You know, yeah. who he was supposed to be her father, but you didn't know whether it was an apparition or whatever. Yeah. Whereas you sort of got that straight away. This is this is what is happening, and now it's just a question of do you believe what he's saying in terms of souls or not yeah exactly exactly i like this you know it sort of come with me and i'll take away all your your grief and and all that kind of thing and i just like the the sort of the duplicious nature um of the lankin as well i just thought it was it was it was just creepy more it wasn't i wouldn't say it was gruesome at all um i just thought it was it, it was it was a creepy monster um what what actually would have been good yeah. yeah, I keep saying what would have been good <laughs> is if they could have perhaps kept the you sort of they gave you too much to for you to know no this is not actually a good thing, and I think they could have kept the the suspense as in are these um friendly mm. are they just saying this is they're they're there to help the people when they die. You sort of say they gave you that too much. The the whole holding the ones they'd found singular in the vines and the holding her mother, yeah, captive and all that sort of. All right, okay. So right from the beginning, we now know she shouldn't take the hand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. It would have been nice to have played that a bit, so you're not quite sure. Well, I, th- I think it, I think it, it went from if you if you compare it to like an episode of Columbo. You knew who the murderer was, yeah, and you knew how he done it, and you were just waiting for Columbo to figure it out. That's that's what every episode of of, of Columbo was in a nutshell. Um, and this was basically you knew what was going on, and you were just sort of waiting for the the lead characters to figure out. So you was waiting for Tanya to say him one more thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, it was. It was. I just thought that that uh, it was an interesting way to do it, rather than sort of like they you find out at the same time as then you knew already. Yeah, there's something not quite right with this. And I did quite you know. like the fact that you had her not Tanya not believing but wanting to believe. Yeah, and you then, but also you then kept cutting to the. Miss Quill and the her sister, yeah, one, which was purely was a. I don't believe you. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, bit there, yeah. but you weren't quite sure. It, it didn't occur to me on that. I mean, it, I think it was good that the, the whole thing about then, obviously, until Charlie came down, mm. she couldn't do anything because. It wasn't a threat. Yeah, she couldn't class it. She couldn't say she was defending him, which I thought was really good because then you sort of realise, just put everything into perspective. What she was doing the whole, the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think the character of Miss Quill, because I said in the last the last review we did, I wasn't particularly fond of of that character. I just thought it was just a completely unlikable character. Um, 
And she was toned down somewhat this episode, I felt. And we get a bit more of a background, and it didn't really come as any surprise. She didn't get on with her sister, really. So no, I mean, that that to be honest though, that was the only thing that slightly is the fact of the it's would have the fact that the sister becomes the sort of human form. Mm. You're not quite sure if they're taking. If they're building their shapes on people's perceived views, then I must. I'm yeah, not quite sure why, why, how it would have had the intelligence to to work out what an Earth form. Yeah, I, I must admit that of did, the sister it, would be. It did cross my mind as well, actually. Why? Why was it showing up as a as a human? I'm assuming budget, basically. So, <laughs> yeah, but you had that because you had that sort of flashback of the. And they were both the made up, weren't episode. they? Yeah. 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 But you think, well, you could have done that and you could have brought that in. Yeah. And it wouldn't have... The only person then that would have had a a problem would have been Matthias. Well, yeah, and actually, talking of... Who wouldn't um, have... Who, who wouldn't have... Who would have looked at it and thought, oh, this is an alien? Yeah. Rather than her looking at it and thinking, that's my sister. Yeah, exactly. Now, talking of Charlie and, and Matthias, it seems they've sort of been together for a few weeks it appears there seems to be a big gap in between the second episode and this episode. Yeah, I a mean, lot, a lot to... of times things it just seems to, and that's what one of my one of my criticisms of this. You you don't really, it hasn't really built anything up. It's just sort of happened. Yeah, and that's it. They, they've only got eight episodes to play around with, and maybe that's that's because of the constraints of, of an eight episode um, series. They've had to speed things up as it were, or because it's been written for young adults who, it, it's that kind of, I could put, it's, it's what people want, they want things instantly, they don't want to wait to be drip-fed information. I suppose you know. the fact is, the fact is you, you could say that if we're going to have a Monster of the Week, they wouldn't be happening every other day. So, true, true. Um, you could, but yeah, you get bits where it seems to be everything's moved on a bit, and then other bits that seem to be not, and you think it would actually have been more better if you'd actually sort of set out this is say three months later or something. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, you know, one, you know, next minute he's, you know, Charlie and Matthias are sort of declaring the love for each other, and I thought, hang on a minute, he wasn't even in the second episode. So. No. <laughs> so. No, and um, we've got the um, and Ram seems to have an April thing seems to have moved on. Yeah, now Ram, Ram quite quickly yeah, on this one. Also, in the space of one episode, he's less moody. Yeah, uh, which again is that whole passion of time thing, which we haven't we haven't seen. And yeah, all of a sudden, because the end of that episode, he still wasn't even wanting to hang around with the nerds. No, and the next thing you know, um, he is. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's other thing as well. That there was, I, I think, there's a bit of a problem with the with the pacing with this one. April and Ram were running to get to Tanya's house and they just sort of stop for a breather and you get this big story about you know April's parents and and the, the kiss with Ram as well and it, and it just seemed to be out of place yeah I felt that the only thing is watching it again because she says we have to stop because I need a, a breather mm. um sort of then suddenly sort of makes more sense when you suddenly think oh because it's the whole thing about her heart yeah 
she wouldn't be. She may well need to have had a... Have a bit of a, a break. Yeah. A rest. Yeah. yeah. And then, because he'd asked her a question earlier, she took that as the opportunity to explain. Mm. But, yeah, the first time I watched it, I thought to myself, well, you know, considering that you are supposed to, you were literally running five minutes ago because you've got to save your friend, you're now just sort of sitting waiting for a bus <laughs> <laughs> it was the way it was done it was like they were waiting for a bus that bus stop yeah that, yeah. Was, that was one of my it, it just seemed a little bit a bit out of place really um and we also find that how april's mum ended up in a wheelchair thanks to her her dad's alcoholism and wanting to kill himself and them with him basically which i think i'm i think i guessed in the first our first review you did actually didn't you hmm. actually i think you did and have, have a gold star myself. And, and 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 I'll obviously be presenting you with one when we get round to the corner of the Lonely Heart as well later on. <laughs> I think I know <laughs> what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now I, th- I think the I just I think the I, th- I made a few notes about this. But not too many actually. Um, the sort of last night I made was was um, the the way they sort of defeated the Lankin um, as well was. It, that, it was a little bit cliched, really. She used her anger instead of her grief because she was angry yeah. at her dad dying and everything. Um, but just she thought, oh, blimey, is that, is that really the way they're going to wrap this episode up? Um, it That was sort of kind of turned on its head, wasn't it? It wasn't enough yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so you had like Miss Quill doing a, a heroic thing with a bus, basically. Um yeah, I mean, I, I did like the scenes between Tanya and her father. It was it was very very well done and 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 sort of very well um, acted as yeah. well by the pair of them. I really do think they're really really good. What the only, the only thing on it, which again I thought was just the thing with the eyes. I think they could have just left him as human as possible. Mm. I think they kept throwing that in to say no, no, this is definitely an alien. Yeah, the quick sort of flickering of which the it, eyelids. Which yeah, it, yeah, yeah, which it didn't need. It needed you to be caught up in the father-daughter relationship there. Yeah, and I think that sort of almost took you out of it. It did, didn't it? Really? Because because you had her, which you thought was softening towards him. So, and you sort of, but you never got the opportunity to do that because they kept focusing on the the alien bit of him. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. I exactly what you mean. Yeah, it, it's. I don't know. Maybe they just sort of over, just overdid that little a little bit. Towards, is there yeah. more towards the end though? It was to begin with that you didn't have all that. It was, it was just towards the no. end. You, you got the sort of more, more hints that you know he definitely wasn't her father. Mm. Um, but I think by that point you you kind of knew that anyway because of the interrogation with Miss Quill and her sister. Yeah, um, and the whole thing about the the taste of them, and that's quite... yeah. Yeah, I don't think that, that was sort of quite um, <laughs> sort of not quite it's sort of violent, violent sort of like she sort of pinned her sister's hand to the floor with that screwdriver was quite yeah, um, asked, him to, asked him to get a knife yeah and he come back with a screwdriver, screwdriver. yeah <laughs> tears, which is probably actually more a reasonable thing if you're fighting a vine creature well know. exactly exactly it kind of worked didn't it but <laughs> <laughs> just taking a bit of time really yeah it would have done but um... to have pruned them all back <laughs> But I think compared to the first two episodes, I I I really enjoyed this one. Actually, yeah, I, I, I did quite enjoy. It. I just thought it was it was an interesting, um, 
interesting kind of, of monster. Again, I think someone said, and I honestly can't remember, somebody's already said that there was something very, very similar in Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, as well, when right. the, when their relatives came back. Um, but I'm just trying to think of, of you know, sort of many sort of sci-fi fantasy shows that haven't done that. Yeah. To be honest. You know, it, it, it's the whole thing. It's quite cliched, and it's cliched now. And I, I suppose it's it's how you how you present that particular kind of story to, to make it less cliched and I I, I just feel it, this one was less cliche I thought it was quite an interesting because yeah, there was because... the thing that was still attached to it it was taking yeah. over the whole city these these horrible vines everywhere and it wasn't sort of they, they, they appeared like a spirit which is the usual thing this sort of like some yeah. some, some gas entity or something that can recreate you know, people's loved ones. Oh, they had ones. completely taken on human form. And yeah, you know. exactly. No, they had. They were still sort of attached to this this trunk thing. You know, come from from the cracking time. So no, I I liked the way it was done. I really did. I think it was a nicely creepy thing, and the way that the whole of, you know, the whole of their area and the whole of London basically just sort of came to a was taken stop. over by this. It exactly yeah. came to a stop. I liked it. I did like it. It was very very creepy. And that's the bit, the, the line of course when um, Charlie wakes up after there and he's sort of, they, they're trying to form his parents but you you get, he says earlier, we didn't have enough bond for him to, yeah. to form. But he sits up and goes, I thought I saw my parents and, and he says, oh, did you, did you usually see them after sex? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a few, um, a couple of funny things in there actually. But yeah, it's, no, it, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed that one. Um, Shall we move on to the next one now? Co-owner of a Lonely Heart. Yes. Yes. Um, what did you think of this one? Um, again, not quite what I was expecting. All right. What were you expecting then? Well, to be honest, no. Just just the fact that. It's slightly a an odd thing in. I quite like the idea that they're both. Not only is she being affected by him because mm. they share the heart, but he's being affected by her. I think is really a good angle on this. You sort of thought it would just be them coming back to attack, but the whole thing with the. The, the, the mixture of emotions and whatever has been going through it was quite good, I thought. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm assuming that there's a few things that are going to be addressed, because this is basically part one of, of a two-part story, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I'm just sort of beginning to wonder, are we going to get any explanations for... Again, why why is she stronger than him? You, I mean, you assume it's because of her pent-up anger towards her father and... and and all that but is it is it that um how did she know that she had the power to give her mum the use of her legs back again as well um again is that hopefully that's going to be explained yeah really or, i mean it's it's just almost like uh that it was a an evil within her almost wasn't it that she was well removed. yeah exactly exactly it's sort of like she's been burying this for years and this is her true self coming out um hmm yeah that's a bit of a bit of a, a bit of a strange one this one actually um 
And plus the fact that <laughs> there's so many parents in this program, they haven't been actually been given any names yet. It's just April's mum, April's dad, and Ram's dad. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. So they haven't actually been named of them at all, um, which I just find really, really weird, actually. Yeah, there's it. There's a lot of more, more than supporting characters that are, yeah, are, are just really extras. <laughs> yes, indeed, and and I think that's one of the one of the, the criticisms that I've been I've been sort of reading about this is the fact you you know absolutely nothing about those background characters. It, I mean, not even the, the to the point you know you know what their names are. No. Um. I mean, well, we now know why April's mother's in a in a wheelchair, yeah. in a wheelchair, and why she wasn't talking to her father. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. As to their names, yeah, I didn't actually realise, thought about the fact that we didn't have their names, and it's just sort of they're just sort of there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I think again, there's been sort of comparisons made to back to Buffy the Vampire Slayer again, which I I I, I agree with actually, because even though people like like Buffy's mum. Um, Joyce, see, she had a name, um, were very much sort of like secondary characters. It didn't take the writers long to sort of give them um, their own sort of history. You you, you understood what they were, yeah. what they were, and what drove them and everything. But in this, they they you you haven't you haven't got that yet. Um, maybe I mean maybe if it does go to a second series, I mean maybe in the next half of this series it, it might. Um, well, we sort of had issues, bit, you know. We've, we've had the backgrounds on Tanya now, and we're getting a bit of background on April. Yeah, Ram, we still don't know really anything. I mean, I mean the fact that he's, he he does seem to have a mother was mentioned, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yes, we finally <laughs> found that out this week. Yeah, because we didn't even know that, did we? Until no, I had no idea at all, did we? It was, whether, uh, whether it just was him and his father. Yeah. But, but um, hmm, okay, so there's there's still a few things, I and mean, the other thing is what well, the connection. Between April and Corycanus is, is is stronger. Um, yeah. Now, as, as we did. I mean, obviously, it had, this hasn't been mentioned for the last two episodes. So I'm, I'm again assuming that a lot of time has passed. Well, it's, it's the thing, isn't it, of putting the anchor in, trying to put the, the whoever his uh, minion was who tried to who came up with the idea of putting the anchor in. Yeah. Strengthen the bond, didn't it? Rather yeah. than anchoring the heart with him. Yeah. It just actually increased the communication between the two of them and strengthen the bond between the two of them. So that's why we've now got this situation. And I just like the fact that he just goes around killing everyone who doesn't... who fails. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit Klingon, isn't it? To a certain degree. Although, yeah. Constantly remind each other they're warriors and all that kind of thing. Just just, 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 just then the odd thing about the obviously Shadowkin sex, which was... Rather, I I just I mean I know it's meant to be played comedic, but I just found it a bit odd. If you see what I mean, yeah. I, I just found it very very odd. Um, I, I talking to the Shadow King. Should we just have a cuddle? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, the only I, I think the thing that's sort of distracting for the Shadow King for me at the moment is the fact it's the, it's the voice treatment. It's very very difficult to understand what they're talking about. Yeah. Is for me anyway. Um, I'm finding it very, very hard to to track what they're saying. Um, so, I mean, I mean, is this all going to be wrapped up next week? Who knows? Really, yeah. um, soon. So, um, I mean, I, I, 
it would be good if they did really because there's obviously other stuff that's running on this is... well yeah you've got the whole governor's thing because we've got a new yeah. head head of head of the school um yes which is dorothea was it dorothea ames or arms we want to call her um second appearance of pookie quesnall in the doctor universe because she was in um a christmas carol as the catch of the yes. spot of the uh the uh starliner that uh was going to crash so um yeah so we I mean, got this so we got this this in with with the, with the governors who have, have taken an interest and they seem to know an awful lot about um miss quill don't they as well yeah and are now coming forward to she's Wait. obviously now there's no secret there no they to her. they basically come yes. to re- recruit her to a certain degree haven't they yeah um but also this thing with the petals Hmm. Which appears to be a, a, going to be an, another running theme. Um, so I must admit, this. when that started with that, my my first thoughts back were to the leaf with oh Clara, Clara yeah, yeah, and her father and that sort of thing. Which just you thought, oh well, we've had this sort of effect before. Mm. You're just repeating yourself here, which I suppose sort of then follows through. It did. T- it wasn't just a. It was a major. It's going to obviously going to be a major part of next week. I'd have thought as well. It we appears, think it's going to. We think. We'll look at the trailer. It certainly appears to be. Um, yeah. I, I did think that the, the way the petals were sort of treated to begin with was quite because there wasn't really that much attention paid to them. No, they were just, just there. Or, they were just sort of on the on top of cars or on the on the. You could see them on the on a few on the pavement and everything, and and that was it. Really, it's only because you get the yeah. one mention, then, don't you? Isn't it the wrong time for Blossom? Yeah, isn't it? Um, Matthias picks up one yeah. and it bites him, basically, doesn't it? Yeah. And, that, and nothing's sort of nothing said of it, really. Um, but one thing, talking of the um, sort of Matthias and Charlie this week, Charlie's certainly been called out on his treatment of Miss Quill, isn't he? And the whole yeah. um, sort of slavery thing, but particularly by Tanya. Well, this is. This is- gets back to what I was saying last week because I just that that was the thing that didn't sit with me with the doctor being in it that he was sort of just accepting it yeah um I can understand you talking about the punish they're talking about the punishment and whatever yeah but yeah he could have you'd have thought he would have done something to at least stop that being a a thing yeah exactly Charlie being able to command her to do whatever yeah, he wants. I can understand him not wanting to take out the thing that she can't kill, leave leave the bit that she can't kill, or use a weapon. But the fact that he can command her to do anything seems to be something I'm not quite sure. Yeah, well, sits that, well, well, it looks like. Well, say it, look, it looks like it looks like the, the governors are going to sort that little problem out for her, aren't they? Yeah, it, yeah. It although appears. I can't see if they do that, the relationship can last. Because you would suspect the first thing she would, one of the first things she'd want to do <laughs> once she was free of him, yeah, it's probably kill him. Well, probably, yeah, probably. So, what if you, if you saw next week's trailer or next episode's trailer um, at the end of end of this particular episode, uh, you do get an idea, I think, of what what might might happen. Actually, yeah. so I'm not going to say anything anything more on that. But um, um, but so going back to April again, really, um, her speech about Dunkirk in the classroom. Yeah. Now I know that was sort of like the influence of the Shadowkin making a 
say those sort of things, saying they're all, all cowards and everything. I, I don't know about you, Paul, but that didn't sit that well with me. If, no, if, I mean, if you see if you see where I'm coming from, especially on an interesting period in the UK to uh, a particular time of year to be releasing that something with that speech in. Yeah, because although um, they are coming up to our Remembrance Sunday and yeah, I know. Whatever. I, I think if they if they released the episodes next Saturday, then fair enough. I think they were in bang out of order. To have done yeah. something like that, um, you I've, wonder actually. Perhaps that's why we had two episodes. Uh, I wonder to, if that's why we had two episodes released right at the beginning, because otherwise this would be going out next Sunday. Well, it would be. Yeah, you're absolutely next right. Next week. Oh, good point. Good point, actually. And um, there may have been an uproar that that was not the weekend to release it. Yeah. I mean, I could see it, and at least they did have the. I mean, what I actually thought was weak in that was actually the teacher. There is who absolutely- didn't. Who didn't? Who didn't do anything? Didn't yeah. say anything. It was left to the girl whose father was in the the army to tell her she was wrong. Yeah, or maybe that is modern teaching now, Paul. Mm. We we wouldn't know, would we? Really? Um, I'm not so sure though, because I don't think. Well, in which case, I don't think they'd have been doing that as a sub. They wouldn't have been doing it as a subject to imagine you're a soldier. Oh, I don't know. That sounds like the, the kind of touchy-feely modern stuff they might do these days. But if you're then going to gloss over the, the whole thing about... If you're going to let somebody say... I don't think you'd let somebody say that because, obviously, it's just not a... Well, I would hope not, thing. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. certainly hope not. No, I, I just thought, even even in a in a, a fictional sense, um, I, I didn't like the fact they were just they were called cowards. I know it, it's it's a science fiction show and she's under an alien influence and all that but I, I just didn't it didn't sit well with me that bit call me old fashioned but it, it, that bit just didn't sit well with me but um, um yeah you did get the feeling it was it was in there to shock yeah particularly and to really I suppose they say to really reinforce the the part of that but mm, yeah I don't know yeah it was a know. bit yeah I mean, there, I mean, there were, I suppose you could use this one as an example, really. That the there were certain things in this. I'm just getting the impression that it's another example of adults not writing very well for teenage characters. It doesn't seem believable a lot of the time. I mean, going back to I me, mean, it's a long time ago, so it's not when I was a teenager. But I certainly didn't talk like that. Or behave like teenagers don't behave like that, really, do they? Um, I, I know, don't know, I know, this, I know, that, I know this, this is exceptional circumstances and all that. It's always like you know the yeah. Scoob, Scooby Gang, as such. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. At, at the moment, it, it just doesn't seem to be. I don't know. Do do teenagers actually talk like that? I, I, I've always had this issue um, in anything, not not just this or Doctor Who or anything like that. I've always had this issue with adults trying to write how teenagers or children speak and it never comes off well at all yeah i mean he has got quite a bit of experience in this i mean oh he has he's a young adult writer isn't he yeah yeah Yeah. he's got a lot more experience of of teenagers than i have i'd have thought teenage writing 
Yeah. Would, would, you, like, have, would you like so... to rephrase? I was going to say, would you like to rephrase that? <laughs> no, no, no. I've got quite happy to, to say I've got absolutely. <laughs> Everyone's got a better idea of teenagers than I have. I'm quite happy with that. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's, it's just. I think it's just that thing again because it's not written for us, is it? I mean, that that I think that's probably why I'm having a bit of a a tough time with some of the dialogue in places. It just doesn't seem believable, and I think that's probably why because it's not it's not written for it's not written for our age group, you know. So um, no. I just got to keep reminding myself of that, you know, every every now and again. But um, um, yes, now Paul, you, you were going to um, say something, weren't you? I, I, I'm going to get yes. I, this is this is where I have to give you your gold star, don't I? Because yes. the uh, the bald yes. in the hall. They are putting up the names of the missing. They are. <laughs> As you rightly said last week. <laughs> it's just taken them a bit of time to fill in some of the other... Because they've gone quite a few there now, haven't they? Well, let's, let's be honest. The, the, the previous um, head of year was was, um, was was killed. So maybe they were preoccupied with that yeah. to install the the, uh, the new head of year. So, um, yeah, who, who knows? <laughs> oh, dear. Well, if they didn't, uh, that, that was obviously because so, they made quite a, quite a big thing about that board, weren't they, in the, in the opening episode? Yeah. And, and not to do it now would have, um, yeah, yeah, would have, would have, that would have a dangling plot point for a lot of people, I think. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah, it certainly certainly sold any arguments I had from the first. Yeah, exactly, first exactly. Time. But um, now, um, I suppose really we, we sort of talk about the, the ending. Really, um, she somehow manages to cut a, 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 a sl- slasher a hole in, in, in the space time and, and jumps through to the Shadowkin planet um, and Ram follows her um, because then they're all totally loved up and um, and, and so on so um, yeah that's all that that came out of nowhere really this is what I'm saying I think a lot of this comes out of nowhere this whole a whole powers she suddenly got and she knows exactly what to do with. Uh, which I'm assuming is put down to the alien influence. I've got absolutely yeah. no idea. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's going to be explained a little bit more. Yeah, no, it, it seems that she's, yeah, getting more... She She's more in control of it than, yeah. than it just being a a full process. Yeah, and she's really got it in for her dad, isn't she? Well, I don't know. I suppose um, if somebody tried to kill you and your mother, you'd probably... Yeah, though she's would be. He's, he's rather sort of like a pathetic character. I've, I've seen that, that I can't remember the actor's name now, unfortunately. Um, I've seen him other things, and he always plays those sort of pathetic sort of characters, really. So, sort of down on their luck sort of uh, people. But, um, yeah, it's. it's um, Yeah, I, I just find it a bit sort of. Sort of you know, the whole thing with her mother, that, that's what I, I'm struggling to understand at the moment. Mm. Um. How does she know what to do there? Because the Shadowkin don't appear to be ones for healing people. No, because as you no. say, um, the, 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 the Cory Carnes is quite fond of hacking people in half if they fail him, as as he says. But um, yeah, I mean the main thing about this that was slightly was the mother's reaction to walking in on April and Ram. Yeah, seemed to be a bit more of a. Uh, I don't know, and then then they're sitting around the table discussing it. Was a bit. I don't know. Either. Well, she seemed. She'd have either waited till he left. Well, she seemed to more talk to her daughter. Well, maybe, but she seemed more keen on the fact they were doing it when they should have been at school. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I suppose that, that may well be the case. I don't know. Uh, they're obviously old enough to to be having a relationship. So, yes, indeed, indeed. I mean, she she's been moaning the first two episodes about her not having anybody. <laughs> she does, and she, yeah. <laughs> and then then someone comes in, and it's like, well, you know. What are you doing? What are you doing? How dare you? (laughs) Touch my daughter. (laughs) So, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, dear. I must admit, I I didn't enjoy this particular episode as much as Night Visiting, uh, uh, to be honest. No, it was trying to... This this is really the the problem of a a first part of a two-parter, isn't it? Mm. It's setting up more than it's actually dealing with. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's um, it's a shame. So I, as I thought, this sort of after night visit, and it was sort of beginning to sort of find its feet a little bit more. I know it's sort of rushing through a little, somewhat for my liking, but um, but you sort of back to the the monster from the first episode, which wasn't that great anyway, to be honest, because it's just a rip off of um, the Paravals basically from um, from Doctor Who. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sort of a bit of a but a bit of a loss as to where this gonna go, where this one's gonna gonna end up. But um, no, I mean, let's just. Hope and we're now does, gonna sort of. Have, we seem to we're gonna have the team split, aren't we? Between them two going off to fight. Yeah, the Shadow King. And you have Charlie and, and Tanya Mateus left behind with Miss Quill to fight to yeah. fight the the flowers. Yeah. Hmm. So it begins to wonder if if both those plot threads are going to be wrapped up next week, or one of those plot threads is going to be wrapped up, and the other one's just going to continue to the end of the series. Yeah, don't know. Don't I don't know. know why, but it did sort of have a feeling to me of I don't don't know, sort of Lord of the Rings thing with the two hobbits going on. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it's peculiar though if, if they're going to wrap up the whole April Coracinus thing. Mid-series, and not at the end. Well, it depends. I mean, it, uh, I mean, whether they, if the governor's thing is is supposed to be the main arc, perhaps, and we've all sort of taken from the first one that it was going to be the Shadowkin. Mm. If that it isn't the, and they're going to get rid of the Shadowkin bit of it now to allow the. The whole governor's one to, to come through, to, yeah, to, to progress yeah. somewhat, yeah. Although I suspect we're going to lose the petals. I suspect what we're going to have now is we'll have the shadow king and the petals next week, and then following on, we have we a couple of ep- where the next last three will be all about the governors and Charlie and Miss Quill, and yeah. also also that the uh, the 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 box of or cabinet of souls you want to call it, which we've yeah. We, we 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 now know that Miss Quill has found out exactly that it's real, and it, you know it yeah. wasn't it wasn't a myth. Um, so again, that's another important plot point. So is is she is she going to get her freedom? Is she going to take her revenge on the sh- maybe that's where the Shadow yeah. King comes? Is she going to take her revenge on them? So, um, hmm. And it, it could you know it could have quite quite interesting if if it. Um, I know a lot of people have given up on it now um, on this series, but I, I'm gonna. Well, I think I'm. I mean, I think we're going to stick with it to the end anyway, aren't we? So there's only yeah. a couple of weeks left uh, for us to, because we're doing it, you know, two episodes each, each, um, each yeah. podcast. So we've got another couple of podcasts to do on this. So um, as I say, I've not 
disliked watching this at all, to no. be honest, up, up until now. I've not disliked it. I I, I particularly enjoyed Night Visiting. Wasn't so keen on uh, Kind of a Lonely Heart, to be honest. Um, first two episodes were, yeah, okay. You know, it, it got I'm my interest, of, put it that way. Yeah. I've sort of now warmed to Tanya. And Matthias is actually, I quite like him as a character. Yeah. Um, still indifferent to Charlie. And I'm not sure about... Well, he's a bit... Again, he's a, he's a bit of that... How can I put it? A, a bit of a walking cliche to that whole ineffect, yeah. ineffective prince or ineffective royal. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, always wants to do the right thing all the time. He's a bit of a wet character, really. Um I say maybe it'll come into his own in the second half of the series. Well, he's just actually not a not a like because because he a is that and b his attitude to Miss Quill is yeah he's just not a very likable character really. No, I'm not finding really? either of them to be that likable to be honest. But with Miss well, Quill, right. I, you know. Well, no, yeah, but she's not meant to be, and she she's not trying to be, and she doesn't you know. She doesn't really just want to be there and, and and be in the role she's she's in, and you can understand that. Whereas he is, yeah, I don't know, don't know, don't know. But uh, anyway, anyway, I, I think you know, it, it was okay. Well, so I didn't enjoy it as much as Night Visit as, as no. I said previously. So no. and, and, and as we say again, you, you just don't. Sometimes two parters are not. You can't really tell, can you? Yeah, you can't tell. So. um... I think that just is. There any more you want to say? No, I think on this, I think that's it. That's it. Okay, good. Right, so then, um, so obviously, as I said, we're going to we're going to be sticking with this through to the bitter end. Um, so what we're going to be re- reviewing the week after next then is um, episode five, Bravish Heart, and episode six, Detained. Yes. Okay. So that that's when we that's when we we come back. Um, after this is finished. Um, which will sort of begin beginning of, of December. Um, not too sure what we're going to do next because we, we we had a plan for a Christmas special, didn't we? Yes. Which has kind of fallen through now. So yeah. So we're not entirely sure what we're going to do for a Christmas special this year, if indeed we're going to do one. To be honest, so um, well, well we better do something because it doesn't look like we're going to be re- reviewing um, the Christmas special Doctor Who itself until after New Year. So. <laughs> No, that, that may be a that may be a New Year treat for everyone. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Okay, we'll, we'll figure something out anyway. We usually do some, yeah. something sort of uh, put together rather quickly as usual. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right there, everybody. So until next time, then it is goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. To the Who's He podcast, please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast, and please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. 
The Who's He Podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.